Welcome to The Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for joining the last of the Call High Wildcats 1982. Still not sure if that's the title of this podcast yet, but we'll see. And our first guest, who's also probably the first uh, guinea pig for me in doing this uh, crazy idea, is none other than, okay, he's the last person in the Call High yearbook, so you know who that is, Chris Service. Chris, how's it going? It is great. How are you today, buddy? Well, it's uh, it's cool. It's fun. Uh, having a great time. This idea came to me not too long ago, and, well, I should a step back and say I was talking to Stacy Dennis and uh-huh. she uh-huh. actually had the idea. So give credit where credit's due. Yeah. And uh so I said, sure. I I mean I, I yeah that sounds like a good idea. So maybe let's try it. Now I don't know. I don't know if people want to talk about high school. I don't know, you know, this how long has it been since high school? It's now, been... I was thinking about that. I was I was on a walk with my wife last night. And uh, we're approaching 40 years. So, uh, you know, when you were in high school and somebody said they were having their 40th year anniversary, you're like, man, those folks are ancient you know, in life and one foot in the grave. So right. We're, uh, we're, we're moving up there for sure. So here we are. Well, you know, the format of this, uh, we're kind of uh, playing along with this as we go. So I really appreciate you being willing to. Uh, step out there and help me out with this and <laughs> come up with some uh, a formatting way of some sort. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how many people actually want to be interviewed uh, on the uh, Wildcats 1982 podcast. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw some questions at you. Sure. Sure. Uh, um, okay. So a, a lot of people watching right now, probably wondering, so what's Chris service doing these days? So what are you doing these days, Chris? Well, about four years ago, I moved back to Bartlesville and had been gone 35 uh, since I was 18. And for all practical purposes, I moved back about four years ago. My dad died um, in 2008 and my mom lives here. Um, and, and so we moved back partly to be close to my mom, uh, and, and partly because we really couldn't get settled anywhere else. We tried and tried and tried to buy a home in Tulsa and, uh, boom, boom, boom just God shut door after door after door. So we're here and, and we love being back. Cool. So sorry to hear about your dad, by the way. Um, my yeah. dad passed away in 2001, um, to, um, also, tell us a little bit about your family. So I have one of my daughters here with me right now. This is Ellie, and Ellie is 18. And I'm actually going to have her close this window because I can't see you. But we can get that. Uh, so there's a glimpse of Ellie. Uh, let's get with the cursor, sweetie. There's a right drive-by. Here. Take this cursor and close that window on that upper left screen. And you're such a taskmaster. That's right. That's right. So Ellie is 18. There's Scott Townsend. No, yeah, great. There's Scott Townsend. There's Ellie. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Ellie. Also- How's it going? Good. Is your dad is your dad really cool or you know what? Tell us the real deal about your dad. Tell us what he won't say. Well, I mean, yeah, he's a pretty cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellie All is right. number two of five. 
And uh, so I've got one who's 20 in college. Um, I've got one who goes to Tri-County Tech. He's a sophomore. I've got one who is um, at school today. He's basically homeschooled. And then I have a seven-year-old daughter. I very Well, I think Kit Hudson has a couple kids younger than I do, but we're neck and neck with maybe somebody else does. But we are certainly neck and neck with the uh, youngest children. Some people probably have grandchildren older than my <laughs> youngest child. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that at all. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Uh, so, so no I grandchildren. Do, say that again. No grandchildren. Yeah. But yeah, some no, people do. Some people yeah. do. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, we'll, fi- we'll find out. That's interesting, actually. Who has the youngest child? That's an interesting I, question. I might have to. Write that one down. From from what I know, Ken Hudson um, has two daughters who are pretty close to my daughter's age. So we we got to be in the we're if we don't win the gold medal, we my wife and I may win the silver in the deal for sure. Well, we'll have to get uh, Kent Hudson on and and see where he see where he is with that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, let me ask you another question here. Just a couple of uh, free form questions. Um, Thinking back to high school, so that brings us up to speed as to what you're doing and your family. And uh, yeah, I didn't answer your what I'm doing question very well. Oh, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I do corporate training, okay, um, coaching and communication, and a little bit of keynote speaking. It's primarily just kind of helping people communicate better with their employees, or for big interviews, or uh, things like that. And then, and then working with their employees or, or doing a little bit of keynote speaking, excuse me. And so you have your book, uh, bulletproof. I was looking for the, I can't, yeah, I should have been top better your, prepared. Top of your desk as a, as a current read and over and over in reference. Um, it should be, um, I can't believe this is just not right here. Anyway, so it's bulletproof, uh, Bomb-proof constructive criticism. Bomb-proof constructive criticism. So it, it helps people have difficult conversations. And how to be kind of productive, difficult conversations. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like Say we're having right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the first question, going back in time here, uh, you know, I was thinking about these questions. I'm not sure how I would answer them. Who was your favorite teacher at Call High? teacher at call high um you know there's there's two folks that jump out the the lady mrs Kahn that taught english um i felt like i learned a lot from her hmm. and um i also enjoyed mrs hodges a lot those are two that that come to mind uh and, and there may be more but those are two that come to mind a lot <laughs> so Mrs. Bruno, Mrs. Hodges, yeah. and Mrs. Kahn are a couple that should I know Mrs. Kahn? I don't I don't know. Maybe you know, I'm I'm as old as you. Maybe I have the name wrong. So if you don't know yeah, that or dementia's already said it, and I can't That's remember. Right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Uh who did you bring to prom or did you even go? Who did I bring to prom? Um, one year I went with, uh, Mindy O'Gara. Um, I think my senior year I went Mindy O'Gara, who's a year younger than we are. Okay. You're younger. Okay. Yeah. I know Mindy O'Gara. Yeah. 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 I remember Mindy. And then the, the other one, or was there another one? Um, 
There was. Uh, let's erase that part from I can't see that either. I don't know if I got Miss Conrad. I don't know. <laughs> that was the last of the last prom I attended was was with uh, Mindy O'Gear. I know that. We'll go with that. Thank you for joining the Scott Townsend Show. We'll be back right after this. Pops Daylight Donuts, man, they've got the best tasting donuts, sausage wraps, pastries, in Northeast Oklahoma. And also, if you'll tell the staff there, hey, Scott Townsend said to give me a large spicy pig, they'll give you a free large spicy sausage wrap. But you have to tell them Scott Townsend sent you. So tell them, hey, Scott Townsend told me to tell you to give me a large spicy pig. So there's the offer. There's the there's the call to action. So go to Pops Daylight Donuts. Say hi to Mark for me. And uh, yeah, go to Pops Daylight Donuts and get you some. The other sponsor is Castafly Outdoor Adventures. Adventure. That's where it begins. We look to create and document our moments in time while embracing the majestic wonder and beauty of the great outdoors. Our quest is to explore the back roads of the Ozarks, camping, fishing, and just getting lost. Refresh your spirit and join us on our next adventure. Paul and his crew invite you to subscribe to the Castafly Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. Um, this, you remember that whole thing you said about difficult conversations? Maybe it's just a difficult guest. <laughs> you can't remember anything. Well, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm wondering, like I said, I wonder how I would answer any of these. What were some popular songs when you graduated? Man, that's a hard one. And that is a really hard one. I remember uh, a 38 special song that I yeah. liked. Uh, and Hold on loosely or something like yeah, that. That, that kind of jumps out. And uh, I'll just go with Boston. That. Yeah, Boston was big. Um, so I kind of remember Tracy Robinette's Jeep and 38 Special. So oh, okay, playing that. What was your favorite school activity? My favorite school activity, like extracurricular kind of things. I will go or with whatever. That. Yeah, active school activity, probably extracurricular activity. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I really, I mean, I enjoyed playing tennis. I have this tennis thing on. I'm not very good at the weather. I can't even find it on the screen. Yeah. Um, but just only because my shirt is blurred, but I played tennis. Um, and uh, so I, I enjoyed that a lot. That was a lot of fun. Hmm. Your sister yeah. played tennis too, right? She did. She what did. was her, what's her name? Diane Shadwick. She lives in Kansas City. Diane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lives in Kansas City. What's your most vivid high school memory? I mean, when you think call high, what's the first thing you think of, if you can say it? Wow. <laughs> first thing I think of, first thing I think of probably is I was pretty lazy uh, through high school. And the first thing that I remember that just pops in mind is I lived across the street from 
the high school. And I remember waking up to people closing their car doors on their way to school. And, and I was, I had probably less distance to travel than anybody in the whole school yeah. and was late. I mean, I got in trouble a lot for being late. So I was just lazy. Um, but uh, that, that's Who's not in high school, you know, what guy, yeah. what high school kids, not lazy. So I, I was, I was uh, unkempt coming to school because I never took a shower and uh, just kind of rolled out of bed and picked up clothes and and got over there after the bell rang. So that's uh, that's probably something I can think of. What's the biggest fear you had in high school? What what's oh, the one yeah. thing that dogged you that yeah. no one probably knew? Yeah, I, I was scared to death of everybody. Uh, so I, I was, and that's I so amazing bald. to me because you didn't come off like that. I don't remember you as being like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was so afraid of always maybe saying the wrong thing or making somebody angry and then being upset and wanting to fight me or something. But yeah, that was like, you know, you know, you come home and you replay things over and over and over. Right. And I, was, I was at a professional level of that. Uh, so that that's probably the biggest, biggest fear I had for sure. Looking back over almost 40 years, of graduating from high school, what would you tell Chris Zervis graduating 30 some odd years ago? What, as he's walking off the stage and you meet him, knowing what you know now, what would you tell him? Wow, that's a fantastic question. Um, what would I tell him? You know, I, I think. You know, I can think of a bunch of different things, and, and this is going to ramble a little bit, but, um, you know, life really didn't play out the way that, that I anticipated it to. I, I think I graduated with an expectation that um, I'd kind of, my wife and I talk about this, that, you know, life was kind of like you got on the freeway and you sort of just put it on cruise control and your wife sitting beside you and kids would hop in the back seat, and man, you just and life just sort of unfolded and it was, it was easy. And, you know, in my life, frankly, we got off on the first exit and uh, there've been a whole lot of times on gravel roads and not knowing where we're going. And then the perception too, is that everybody else is on the freeway and that you're the mm-hmm. only one that's off lost. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that is so true. So, I was on my own gravel roads there. Yeah. And so I think probably that um, life is a lot harder than you realize coming out of high school. Uh, you know, we've had lots of struggles with health and finances and, and all kinds of things in our family. Um, and so I think, but but to answer your question a little bit more is that even in it all, when I've doubted and struggled and cried and wondered is that the God has been gracious and has just been faithful to hold us up despite my bad choices and my overconfidence and my pride to accomplish things. And, and uh, despite the fact that I, I'm, you know, not flourishing in, in a bunch of areas that that uh, by the grace of God, I still got a roof over my head and a family that loves me and 
and we're doing okay. Couple and, of friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm a friend. So yeah. That's right. And I got my yeah. friends. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably the the uh thing that has probably been most surprising, I guess. And also maybe I tell myself because I kind of thought, hey, this is gonna happen and I'll, I'll go do this and I'll be successful and it'll be easy. And it just hadn't been. Right. I would concur. It doesn't turn out the way you think it's going to. You have this. You have this idea, you have this plan, or yeah. not so much a plan, but just you kind of know how things are going to turn out and where you're going to wind up. And it it's it's nothing like what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. So so ultimately, ultimately, the one thing you would tell Chris Service is the younger Chris Service, what would you tell him? You know, it's listen, buddy. Yeah, a lot different than you think it's gonna be, I guess, but but uh the grace of God supports you and you're gonna you're gonna be all right. I mean, I think that would if if I could sink that down into me even today, uh as I deal with stress and anxiety, but but as you ask this question, um that would be a great thing to tell myself today too. All right, Chris. Well, thanks for uh breaking us into this first uh the first episode of uh call high wildcats 1982 yeah baby and uh anything you want to tell the wildcats out there that uh, might be watching or listening join scott towns and let's put together a whole little program and uh it'd be fun to watch these uh maybe we need to have a giant watch party after uh <laughs> we put all these together that'd be a blast it would be fun yeah yeah all right. If people want to get, if, if any of the Wildcats want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of Chris Service? Uh, my email is pretty simple Chris, C H R A S, at ChrisService.com. And uh, that's pretty easy to remember as opposed to shooting out numbers that people can't remember. But that would right. be uh, Okay. So. Cool. Well, thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Um, I'll put your uh, email in the show notes below. <clears throat> And uh, so anyway, for Chris Service, this is Scott Townsend. Uh, this is the uh, first, the inaugural inaugural episode of the Call High Wildcats 1982, as messy as I've made it. But uh, thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. There will be another one. Who's next? Who knows? We'll find out. Talk to you later. Bye. Scott, thanks for having me, buddy. It's great to see you. See you later. Bye-bye. Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 